This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Listen, it's time to jump on into it with your pals, Nat and Jess, and catch up on all things women's health and fitness. Hello, Jessica Fake. Ooh, am I in trouble? Yes. Am I? What did I do wrong? Being a bad friend. How? how? I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> well, you look quite concerned. Uh, yeah, you sounded quite serious. Wow, really? I've always wanted to be an actress. I think I've said that on here before. Did you do drama at high school? Nah. How come? Uh, drama in high school in France is not a thing. Okay. And when I got here, I mean, we all know I wanted to be an architect, so I did everything architects need. That's Graphics, such a shame. But, but when did you, you said you wanted to be an actress. When did you want to be an actress and decided not to do no, drama? No, I think I just like to act mm. all the time. Mm. Like SEOS tells me that I should have gone down that path <laughs> because it's quite scary how um, convincing I can be sometimes. Ooh, yeah. that's fun. <laughs> that's really fun. Speaking of fun... How was your honeymoon 2.0? <laughs> Thanks for saying 2.0. Yeah. It was really good. Aww. Yeah, it was really nice. The weather was good. It rained each day, but it didn't matter because it was really warm. Mm. And it would rain like towards the end of the day. Mm. Um, and also, don't really care if it rains. Mm. I don't know. Like, I feel like if you've got good company, it kind of just, you know? You're too busy doing indoor stuff. Okay, of I just knew you were going to say that. I, <laughs> I knew mean, it. Like, yeah, yeah, indoor stuff, like going to the bar and having cocktails. Going to the bar and having cocktails. Having uh, nice food. What was the What was the highlight of um, the honeymoon? Probably we did some perfume making, and I actually really recommend it. It was awesome. Do you have to book in for it, or it's like no? Nah, just... We just walked in, and then Essie went in and. Because he, like, I was like, nah, that sounds, that was not my sorry. <laughs> that's not my thing. And then, <laughs> not my thing. Yeah. But I'm I'm that person that's always, like, the kind of the no girl. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. So he went in and he was, like, to the lady, and she was so cool. He was like, can you please give me your 30-second spiel? Just mm. real quick. Let mm. me know. Should I do it or not? Mm. So then she did an awesome job. Like, and they, like, timed her and everything. She went over. Um, but she did awesome. <laughs> she was so good. And then she was like, um, let's do it. Mm. And we booked in. And it was fine. They had, they had spots. But I know, like, um, it's popular for hens, hens parties and things like that. But it's really cool to do with your partner if they're into it. So you make... He got into it. You, so you make the perfume and then you keep it. Yeah, so I don't know how other places work, mm. but you you make so you go through the whole workshop with them, and it takes like two hours. Mm. And you're yeah, but it's so good. Like this, this phases, and that's what I thought as well. I was like, I'm going to be done oh in an hour. I'll be so bored. Yeah. No, it was so good, honestly. Like I went in um, with low expectations because mm. I didn't think I'd love it, mm. but I did. I loved it, and I think also because I love what I made. Mm. <laughs> like, as soon as I started, I was like, I've cracked it. I know you're saying it now. Like, no, I'm not. Mm. No, because I shouted at the gym and it's at home. Um, but, you yeah, know, I love, I actually do really love what I made. And the, the people taking it were amazing. Mm. Like, I think that would make a huge difference if they weren't as knowledgeable. Like, okay. they just knew so much about 
just perfume making and the science behind it and um, they just explained it so well. The people we were doing it with, there, there weren't many of us because it was a small class. Mm. They were all really lovely, mm, you know. Mm. There was one lady that was a bit crazy and I loved her. She was mm. just so out there. Mm, <laughs> she mm. was saying the craziest stuff and I freaking loved her. I was like, you go, girl. <laughs> you keep going, honestly. Did you get to smell her perfume? Was it smell odd? Smell everyone's. Uh, she, hers smelled like sunscreen. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> Because I do love her. She's so good, so great. But it smells like sunscreen. But she knew it. She was like, does my smell smell like sunscreen? I was like, yeah, definitely. Definitely. But she loved summer. That was her vibe. I don't know why I'm talking about this lady so much. But yeah, she was awesome. Everyone since. I mean, I feel like everyone's kind of suited their own. Mm. Like I I would smell it and be like, I would never buy that. But Mm. I can see how it suits you, you know? You know what I mean? Mm. Like not being rude. Mm. Yeah. But (laughs) I mean, you know, like, well, like... There's a classic um, perfume. It's like Chanel Number no. Five, right? Yeah. So they talked about that, right? And how it came about and stuff. Really? Yeah. I cannot stand the smell of that. Really? Yeah. I can't yeah see, they it. were like, they were like, this is the the formula for Ch- Chanel Number no. Five, and I smelled it, and I was like, do not want that in mine. Ugh. Yeah. 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 I just wasn't into it at all. But that's yeah. a massive. That's probably one of the. It's, know, it's a most... it's a classic kind of. I had it bought to me by an ex, and I was like, "This is heinous. <laughs> how am I gonna? What am how I gonna much do? is how much does it cost? I don't know. I hope it probably would have been face. a lot. Um, no, no, no. I didn't. This I just heinous. Like, never wore it. I managed to avoid kind of um, wearing it. But yeah, I can't stand the smell of it. Oh, and there's another one, Gucci something Rush, maybe something like that, in a red bottle. Ugh. Oh, I know. Two hundred and fifty six dollars. I think I think that's standard for perfume, don't you think? Oh, so you, yeah, because there's order parf- So you said you can get it for 160 as well. There's order parfum, order toilette. So mm. order toilette doesn't last as long, but it's always cheaper. So yeah. normally, like you know, if you're gonna go for an expensive one, you might get that. Um, but that's the other thing. At that place, you would get the order parfum, and mm. I've checked out the Christchurch place, and I think you get order toilette for that one, maybe. Mm. Yeah. So that one, and you get 30 mils, and some other places you get 10 mils. Mm. Yeah. So you get your own perfume, and they keep the formula. So if you want to make it again, you can just buy it. You can just be like, cool. I made it on this day. This is my name. Can you remake it for me? And very quickly, do you remember the name of the place you did it? Uh, Miller Road. Miller Road. Fragrances or something. Okay, so if you're in so Queenstown, cool. then awesome. um, that might be a good, yeah, a good option. Yeah. Uh, any other, any other kind of like fun stories from well, honeymoon? I, uh, yeah. So yeah, I do. <laughs> Nat said, "Oh my goodness, I have such a good story, but I want to save it for the podcast." I said, yeah, yeah sure. I didn't tell you. Yeah, save yeah. It, so I haven't it. told you. I've told a couple of clients, um, and yeah. I think they thought it was quite fun. I'm just going to take my watch off because I'm getting too many notifications and it's just distracting me. Mm. So uh, last last night at our, we stayed at Millbrook, which is amazing. Like mm. the place is incredible. Last night in our room, amazing place. Um, <laughs> it's like seven a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. I've got my alarm set about seven thirty. And did you have to catch a flight? Yeah, in the morning at like oh, okay. ten. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. And wanted to get coffee and breakfast and stuff. Mm, mm. So I can hear this voice, like this loud voice of a man, right? <laughs> I know. And so I like sit up a little bit and there's a man in my room. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, nothing bad happened. Don't worry, you can calm down. So there's a man in my <laughs> bedroom. 
and not AC. No, well, there's another man in my room. She sees to sleep, and this man is in my room. So he's like on the phone. <laughs> no, it gets weirder. He's on the phone talking to someone, but he's talking quite loud. I did not for a second feel threatened, which I think for me is weird because mm. I would have, I thought I would have like, I don't know, kickboxed him or something. Given what you've gone through. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't feel threatened at all. I just kind of, I was so shocked. I didn't say anything. So he's on the phone talking quite loud and looking under our table and he's like looking for something. And then I move up, like I sit up and obviously he hears me do that. And then he's like, he's like bent down and then he looks over to me and we just look at each other and I'm just like, I don't say a word. He doesn't say a word. And he just walks out. He just leaves. What? Yeah. So, <laughs> I know. So then I'm like hitting you. See, I'm like, and I, I, I can't say anything. Like, I literally couldn't say this. I'm just oh. hitting his, and I'm like pointing at the door. So you couldn't speak because you're in like Well, in I was shock. just like, yeah, I just, I don't yeah. know. I couldn't. So then Essie gets up and he's like, what? The, the voices are outside. Don't worry. And I was like, no, no, no there oh. was someone in here. And he was, he was like, no, 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 the voices are outside. I was like, Essie, I swear to God, 150%, I'm sure of it, there was a man standing right there and we locked us and I can tell you what he was wearing. Oh, my God. Red hoodie, a white hat, white shorts. He's about to play golf because it's a golf resort. Yeah. And Essie's like, are you sure it wasn't a ghost? Like, and I was like, I swear, I swear. I haven't, like, I just I just saw him. So Essie's, like, looking around and stuff and, and like, he, like... Anyway, that nothing bad happened. It's actually hilarious. It's, you can come down. Did you? Yes. I have so many questions. So did so did you end up speaking to him afterwards, or just you were no, like? No. So when we so we were kind of like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, and then so we were trying to figure out how he got in. Yeah. That's the other thing, right? That's, that's a yeah. big question. So we didn't realize, but there was a door. So there's a lot of doors around. This. Yeah. It's kind of like a studio kind of place. Yeah. Shout out to my client for hooking us up. She's amazing, Tessa. Um, so there's yeah, so there's lots of doors and there's there were one there was one that was locked but it had always been locked. We'd never gone through it. Yeah. So it was like kind of like the balcony kind of one and yeah. we hadn't gone through. So it wasn't the main door, it wasn't the back door, but it was like an in betweener kind of. Yeah. So he got into that. But what I think happened is his friend was like, Oh, I forgot, say my wallet. Mm. Can you go to my room? That is like say nine three one. Mm. And obviously gave him the wrong room, or he went to the wrong room, and then obviously, can you imagine what he's saying to his friend on the way out? He's like, "Mate, did you give me the right number? Because I just woke a girl up, and she's like, oh my god, we just locked eyes, and she didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Like he would, he would, he was just as shocked as me, honestly. <laughs> as oh my me. god, I know, I know. So yeah, so, <laughs> what's so funny? <laughs> Um, I think it's great that you're laughing. Yeah. I think. I think oh, this is the least of my worries. I, I think it's so good. I feel like a lot has happened. But also, why do I attract this shit? I don't know, because I was just about to say, why can you not have, like, normal life events? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, why, yeah. why can't you just have, like, a normal yeah. honeymoon? <laughs> like, well, when Essie and I talked about it, we were like, well, at least last time it ended in a stalker. Yeah. If this is what it's going to end with, this is pretty good. It's pretty good. Like, this is great. You yeah. know, like, this is like, yeah, if you universe, we see what you're doing. Remind me, sorry, the the stalker happened after the honeymoon or before? Straight after. So we got back on the Straight Sunday after. and then Monday morning he was on to it. <laughs> like, first clients, yeah. <laughs> Maybe second, I think. He gave me a little, he wasn't an early riser. <laughs> God. <laughs> Sorry, French. I can joke about it because it's yeah. It's anyway. the only way. 
Yeah, and also, like, I'm over it, I think. Well, no, I'm not over, over it. Like, yeah. I still get scared, but I'm over, like, I don't mind talking about it. Um, but, you know, this man, I, when I was walking around the resort, I was trying to find him, but that's kind of like a uniform. I think there was, like, a team of them, and they were all wearing the same. You were like, which one are you? Yeah, <laughs> but because I was going to go up to him as a joke and be like, thanks, like, where's my fucking coffee, man? Sorry, Carlos. But like, if you're going to wake me up, at least say something, yeah. you know. But poor Essie felt awful for not waking up. And also, like, he could just couldn't believe that he, he didn't wake up. You know, and it could have ended so differently. And throughout the day, I kept being like, I just can't believe there was a man oh in our bedroom. Goodness. And Essie gets, like, major, like, I, anxiety I like from every is, time I say it. Well, no, I feel like this is quite healing, isn't you know it? what I mean? Like, Isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. feel like this is kind of like a full circle moment for you. So, like, Honeymoon 1.0 ends with, you know, a, a, a stalker. Mm. Honeymoon 2.0 ends with what could have been problematic, but is actually quite funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. like it's quite, like, it's, it's like a full circle moment <laughs> for you. Yeah. You know? Like, I, think, I agree. Yeah, you've. <laughs> Yeah, you've, that's so The crazy thing is, I didn't feel threatened. I didn't feel scared at all. Like, mm. from the minute I saw him, I was like, this guy is just as shocked as me. Mm. And he was like, he was looking for something. He was so loud. He wasn't trying to be quiet. You know, like, I didn't, I think if I if I felt threatened, I would have screamed or mm. something. But I kind of was like, like, looking at him like, you're good? Like, <laughs> And also, we could put, like, then you probably you probably don't have any kind of, like, PTSD or anything from from the first event, because that would have definitely been a trigger. This is true. This you is a good I mean? sign like, that I'm I, good. I feel like this is possibly a good sign. But I, I do, like, I do get, I think I do get PTSD in other moments when there's people that look like the first stalker. I okay. freak out a little bit. Okay, okay. But this is true. There was a man in my room and I didn't freak out. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, so that was the story I wanted to tell you. Wow! In person. Do you like it? Um, I think I'm a little bit taken aback. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm just, I'm just kind of. I think of it's processing. because I say the way I say it is a bit because that's exactly how heaven. It's outrageous. Like there's a there's a voice. I get up and there's a man in my room. Is it literally? Oh it? my goodness! <laughs> I freak out when I manage to accidentally open the wrong locker at the gym. You know, like... Well, don't you think he should have said sorry? I think he freaked out just as much as I did. I think did. he was freaked out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I was kind of expecting him to be like, oh, my God, sorry, I'm yeah. in the wrong room. Yeah. Um, come back into the camera. Yeah. Um, Jess is so shocked. She's like... Well, yeah, I'm back. actually... I'm, I've kind of... I Yeah, I am. I'm really taken aback <laughs> by that. Just thinking, how would I have reacted in that moment? I think you, it sounds like you stayed very, very calm. I kind of wish I'd said something, though. Like, I couldn't talk. So that must be a sign of that's, um, like, I wasn't chill. I wasn't like, you're right. Do you need something? <laughs> hey, Suffolk, jump in. Do you need a nap? Jump in. <laughs> We've got space. The bed's massive. <laughs> I mean, we're not up for that kind of thing, but you can nap. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, well, moving on from Nat's freaky story. Um, so last last week we chatted about empathy, and the week before was forgiveness. But we had done the double recording of the episode, which yes. was uh, which was great fun. Great fun. <laughs> yep. 
It was is great fun. the first one for you? Uh, the the doing the double is is pretty intense, eh? It is. Like it yeah. was it was quite intense actually. I think mainly because if you listen to the Forgiveness podcast, we chatted about how it actually ended up being quite heavy. Yeah, it like, was so heavy. Un- unexpectedly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I you were asking me about um, my parents separating, and I actually wasn't expecting that um, it was going to be quite challenging to talk about. Did not expect that at all. No problem talking about for me, having had an eating disorder, being banned from a country, you know, kind of um, embarrassing moments, you know, teaching. Period moments. Period yeah, moments. Yeah. Like, no problem whatsoever. But then um, this topic of kind of my, my parents separating, actually didn't realise it was going to be quite hard to mm. talk about. Yeah. Um, and then Nat being as empathetic as she was, then it was just a very emotional space. In between recordings, we had to go and kind of shake it off. The last episode that we did then from last week was about empathy and we both did the kind of empathy tests and we were definitely above average, average yeah for sure um but not rock stars in it not if there is such a thing as being a rock star <laughs> you know as an empathetic person because there are definitely downsides to being empathetic yeah. which is what we talked about so when you're sort of high in empathy it can be quite easy to get overwhelmed because you tend to absorb the emotions of other people and that can be quite draining and that kind of got us thinking mm. about If you're an empathetic person and you do feel drained by particular people, could we talk about those people? Absolutely. Absolutely we can. Energy drainers. And this is, and if you've never heard of this expression, this is, I got this one from Nat. I don't know where you got it from. Energy drainers? Energy drainers. I I don't think I'd heard of it before you. Ah. Yeah, I do say things like, yeah, that's drainer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I must have got it from someone. Sometimes referred to as energy vampires. Ooh. But I like energy drainer too. It's less dramatic. Because it, it also, like, I feel like it really, it really matches how you feel. Like yeah. Like you're drained. Yeah, as opposed to... Of your energy. Your blood has been sucked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? I don't feel like my blood's being soaked at all. No, just just drained yeah. of kind of energy. So, uh, so if you've never heard of this expression before, an energy drainer, then this is uh, here's a little explanation <laughs> that I have uh, come up with thanks to um, a little bit of googling. Uh, so, energy drainers are people who sometimes intentionally drain your emotional energy. They feed on your willingness to listen and care for them. So, if you're highly empathetic, you are massive time. Target, leaving you exhausted and overwhelmed. The thing is that energy drainers take your energy from you mm. and it's not a shared exchange. Gotcha. And this is intentionally? Sometimes, sometimes intentionally. intentionally. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sometimes intentionally. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'd say let's not frame, <clears throat> you know, kind of um, people that you experience this with as it being they're doing this on purpose. Just those people where you consistently, when you spend time with them, you feel like you've kind of your batteries are lower from yeah. The so experience. you leave you leave them lower than you were before mm. you saw them. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. When yeah. did you start using this expression? When did you start kind of noticing like? I don't know. I actually think that I've used this expression for ages. Like I remember talking about it when I worked at Opus. Mm. Yeah talking about drainers. Mm. 
like that was kind of like how you talked about people you didn't really vibe with mm. like or didn't really like oh that person's such a drainer mm. <laughs> I'm sure it's, it's not I didn't come up with this at all no well yeah. here's the thing Oh, well, you Googled it and you found us. So yeah. There you go. And what I've got actually is how to spot an energy drainer. Oh, I love that. So if you're unsure if someone is an energy drainer, look out for these eight, eight kind of points. Yes? Yeah, go for it. Please. Okay. Number one, to spot an energy drainer, they don't take responsibility. So it's always someone else's fault. Mm, yeah. Number Sorry, two. I'm just checking boxes. Yeah, number two. Uh, their energy is nervous and intense, so they don't have a particularly calming energy to be around. Yeah. Kind of that feeling of, like, they're sort of, like, frantic, you know? And, like, side note, this none of this is their fault at all. It's just that's just how sometimes they are and whatever they're going through life that might be how they sometimes I feel like I'm a bit of a drainer if I'm like around the stalker I was a bit of a drainer wasn't no I think I, <laughs> I, think I was a little bit no 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 but no. like I wasn't no, a no, good no. person to be around what we're talking about is not situational stuff like you're yeah. going through a hard time okay. not, you know okay. what I mean we're not talking about Sorry, your friend who's going through a challenging time and you're like Ugh, energy drainer. <laughs> not going to spend time with you. Okay, so not to do with that, but I yeah no carry on please. Yeah. So this is this is consistent. So you, in your mm. dynamic, it's always kind of like this. Uh, energy drainers lack boundaries, so they are pushy and intense. Oh yeah. So they don't take no for an answer. Yeah, tick tick tick. No, I'm yep. scared. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Um, <laughs> no, um, they constantly crave attention. So uh, in the conversation, it will always come back to yeah. them. Yeah. So you might be talking about having gone on a honeymoon, and even if they've never been married, for some, <laughs> for some, for some reason, it'll it'll manage to come back to to them. Someone that they know that they got married. Someone they know. Or this one time they went away on a trip, which yeah. is similar to a honeymoon, but it's not. But then it's <laughs> it's about me anyway. Uh, they're always negative, so they complain a lot. So we're not talking about situational kind of stuff like work is challenging. You're talking about that, or you know you're having a hard day. This is like a consistent glass is is half empty constantly yeah constantly Uh, what are we up to number six drama always surrounds them and they expect you to solve their problems (laughs) drama yeah I mean we all know people who are just surrounded by drama that's their thing somehow chaos follows them yeah well, I feel about that too with the, <laughs> with the guy in my room. True. Yeah, actually, good point. That's weird. But uh, I don't no, know. No, but like, it's not like you. You don't make a drama out of it. Oh, you laugh. Carlos said you didn't make a drama. About yeah. It. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks yeah, yeah. That's it. That. Yes, that's a really good point. So yes, and that in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Always. And I, and I think often creating it as well. Yes. You know, we're... Because they kind of need it to survive. They kind of need it. So instead of it something being quite a normal experience, like, I don't know, catching a bus, for some reason it's quite dramatic. Yeah. 
seven, they are constantly trying to be one step ahead of you. So quite competitive and won't celebrate your success. Even over the smallest things as well, like it doesn't need to be, like it will just be, well, I did that. Yep. And I'm like this. Oh, yeah, I experience that all the time, actually. And it'll be, like, competitive, even Mm. with bad stuff. You Mm. know, like, oh, I've hurt my ankle. Oh, yeah, no, my knee's so sore at the moment. Mm. (laughs) It's like, Mm. mate, (laughs) Mm. what are you on about? This is not something to be proud of. Anyway, Mm. yeah, great. Hard work having relationships with someone who can't celebrate your success. Yeah, that's the, I mean that's that's really hard. But yeah, the competitive thing, and you're right. Not even just with the positive things, it's like they even need to be better at the bad things too. Everything in their life is is that much more extreme. Yeah, <laughs> um, they use your good nature to their advantage. So if you're empathetic, like we said, then you are a target. Oh. So they'll spot your listening ears and caring eyes and make a beeline for it. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> do you know what? This list is so helpful, in my opinion. What do you, like, knowing this list, Yeah. what, how do you feel, how do you think you could apply it? What do you mean? Oh, in terms of, like, how to spot them? Yeah. Well, exactly. Like, you can think of people in your life who you might, when you leave them, you don't feel more energised mm. or you don't, you feel more drained pretty mm. much. So you might think about whether they've ticked any of those boxes. Mm. And, like, bear in mind that, you know, like, people, there's people like this in life, mm. right? Energy mm. trainers. Mm. It it always comes from something quite deep, you mm. know what I mean, on their end. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's something's shit happening in their end, on mm. their end, mm. whether that's, like, I don't know, like, growing up they weren't, um, given the attention they needed, or things like that, you know. But then you end up being the receiving end of their of their um, points, the eight draining points. Yeah, and that's what's hard, isn't it? Because yeah. when you're like when you're a, a, an empathetic person and you're caring and compassionate and stuff, you know, you, you kind of you know that that that's right. Like yeah. you know, like you know that it's. You just kind of feel sorry for them. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm. you're like, I know you don't intend to be a bad friend or whatever mm. it, it is to you mm. or colleague even. But, yeah, so maybe, like, if this is, if you can think of somebody that's close to you that ticks those boxes, maybe you can not, don't give them this list, obviously, because mm. that will be quite <laughs> confronting. <laughs> but maybe you can try and talk to a point one at a time over a certain period of time to see if they can turn around because even can you imagine can you imagine ticking all those boxes mm-hmm. as the person ticking all those boxes that would be a, a quite a hard life but do you think you would have the self awareness though no that's what i mean they yeah. don't have the self awareness yeah. so if you do have a friend that you feel like maybe an energy drainer you could you could like say if they tell you something you could say actually I don't feel like you're so the energy is nervous and intense. Like you, I feel like you're quite frantic at the moment. Like mm. is everything okay? Mm, you know, mm, like so mm. maybe you can try and mm. speak to them to turn each point around if you care about them. If you don't, then just don't hang out with them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, like but like that's the thing. You have to because for me, like you have to create boundaries. Mm. If you have an energy drainer in your life that you don't necessarily have to see and then say imagine they're like a part of a group of friends mm, mm. 
you wouldn't just don't hang out with that person one-on-one because mm. you know they're going to drain your energy, mm. you know? So mm. maybe you just make a conscious effort to have boundaries and not see that person one-on-one because you know you're going to leave um, quite low mm. by the time you see them. But if in a group you can handle them, then that's okay. So how do you do Create that then? You just, you just avoid catching up with them one-on-one. <laughs> Yeah. Tips and tricks from now. Ghosting. <laughs> it's called ghosting. No, don't do that. But you know what I mean, though? Like, I feel like, especially at when you get to a certain age, you have to be quite picky with the friends that you want to see because your energy is limited and mm. life gets busy. And, like, say for you, you've got children, you know, mm. you want to have in a family. And, I, you know, I've got Essie. Like, I don't want to... I don't want to waste my energy on people that don't make me feel good, mm. you know. So I'm not going to I'm not gonna say, hey, you know, when you say, hey, let's catch up. I'm not going to say that to that person because I don't actually want to catch up one-on-one, you know. This is good. <laughs> this, is, this is good and this is, this is helpful, you know. And I guess not feeling guilty about doing that either. Yeah, yeah. You know, like just like you say, kind of protect. But it takes the self-awareness also to notice your own energy and when you feel like it's being drained and um because I think I think what happens to me is I I kind of I'm pretty laid back yeah you you know yeah Yeah. I'm I'm pretty you know I'll absorb all emotions around (laughs) me all the time right so um yeah so I kind of (laughs) this is a work on for me I need to establish better sort of um, uh, empathetic boundaries, maybe you know, like I don't, I don't have to be there for everyone. I don't have to take yeah. on board everyone's emotions all all the time, right? To be more selective, because what happens is I do that, and then I get so drained from it, I can't see anyone. So it's not that I, you know, like I can't even be around Greg or my kids really. Like yeah. I need massive, massive. And that's where it's impacting your life, right? Exactly. Yeah. So if I was maybe more selective with, kind of where that empathy and that, um, you know, emotional energy is exchanged and I keep it for the people that, um, you know, kind of are, are probably more important to me than I mm. wouldn't, well, I wouldn't need to completely check out of the world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's what it comes to. Yeah. You know, like you have to protect your energy. Yeah. I think Essie taught me that. Okay. On a, in a, on a big part because I definitely was the people pleaser for a long time Mm. that would say yes to everything and that would um, want to help out everyone Mm. you know Mm. and I think he I think he played a big part in making me realise that actually you have to be a bit selfish sometimes Mm. still care about people but Mm. you have to be selfish like if you if you keep doing what you're doing then you're just going to be so burnt out yeah and you're not going to give time to the people that you love that are actually really important to you. Yeah, and I've said this to you before. I think you do this really well in <laughs> terms of, like, you're very, very caring. But I think you have good boundaries. And, yeah, um, yeah I think this is this is a work on for me. Now, luckily, Ooh. I do. Oh, you've got a list. I do. I have another list. I have another list, and I will be taking my own notes from my own list <laughs> about exactly that. <laughs> This is so. If you um, if you can relate to, I guess, um, my experience, which is this is this is something I need to um, probably put more attention to. How to protect uh, yourself from energy drainers? There are a few um, tips and tricks on how to. So just um, let me know if this is something you already do, or you feel like this okay. is something you want to um, kind yep. of apply. 
So be clear about your boundaries with an energy drainer, especially emotional and time boundaries. Yeah. So if you're wondering also what what we're referring to with regards to boundaries, uh, here's what I've kind of pulled up. So personal boundaries are guidelines that define how we would like to be treated by people around us and how to react when these boundaries are violated. The way we build these boundaries come from our core values, beliefs, opinions, and past experiences. Personal boundaries define what we like and dislike and set the allowed distance for others around us to approach. Yeah. So for this first point, so Mm -hmm. be clear about your boundaries with an energy drainer. I think that can come down to with, you know, because energy drainers often will come to you, right? Mm. They'll just like kind of come at you (laughs) sometimes. Good point. Yeah, like they'll initiate and they'll be like, oh my God, this has happened. Okay. You know? Yeah. So I think the way I go there is say I don't have the energy for that all the time. Mm. Or, you know, this is not a close friend of mine. I just won't ask the questions that they require to give me more. Oh, that's coming next. Okay. Yes, that's good. Wow. <laughs> You're really good at this. <laughs> I'm not. You're really good. Um, <laughs> that is, that's coming up soon. That is don't Sorry. engage. Yeah, exactly. So, don't, give yeah. Them, don't give them what they need in order to take more of you. Yes. So this was the tip, was don't feed the conversation by asking questions. Exactly, yeah. I am not good at this. <laughs> You'll learn. You so well from okay. this. You will. Okay. You know, don't, yeah, don't ask them questions. Yep. Like, say they've come to you and their knee is really sore or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Then there's like, oh, what a shame. Like, ho- hopefully you get it sorted soon, mm-hmm. you know, and just move on. Rather mm-hmm. than be like, oh, no, how did you do it? Mm-hmm. And has this happened before? I feel like this is something you would say. Yeah. Has this happened before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think it's, you're, we all make those mistakes, though. You know, where you like you ask questions and, and then you're like, say mm. at a party, you meet someone for the first time and mm. you get stuck with them and you're like, you're like, you're, you're feeding concrete. Like, yep. you just can't get out. We, yep. all, we all get in these situations. Yep. I think we just have to, we just end up being better at reading yep. the people. Yep. You know, like, are you going to be an energy drainer? And you might get stuck with them for the first time, but you won't make that mistake again. Hopefully not. <laughs> or maybe you will, but you might if you're always around them. Like, say, if it's like a work situation or friendship situation. Yeah. yeah. It's okay, we'll learn from this. Jess is looking so worried. I just feel like there's so much work for me to do on this. That's um, all right. <laughs> side note, though, you know, if you get stuck at a party mm-hmm. in a conversation yeah. and you're sort of, you're sort of like feeling like this conversation isn't going too much further or, you know, I want to kind of work the room or whatever. What's your what's your kind of go-to get out? Either I need a drink or I need to go to the bathroom. Same. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's awkward if you can't say that if your drink is full. So then I'll mm. just say, I need to go to the bathroom. So what you do then is you scull <laughs> and you go, oh my goodness, I need a drink and I need to go to the bathroom. Double whammy. <laughs> yeah. Three, two, one, let's go. <laughs> Um, okay, so... See you at the bottom. Um, first two... See you at the bottom. Um, first two is um, clear about your boundaries, especially emotional and time, and then don't engage. Or don't further engage. Don't engage, I guess. Don't yeah, further don't engage. Yeah, don't ask questions. By asking yeah. questions. So, um, okay, so that's two. Shut it down. Adjust your expectations. Uh, so on your part, 
avoid sharing what's really important to you because you won't get the validation that you're looking for. Yeah. Especially with that kind of note around how they'll they'll try and sort of one up you and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so you'll never you'll never feel satisfied with the conversation. No, yeah. you'll never feel seen, you'll never feel validated. Your That's staff will tip. never compete with how important theirs is. So um, it's okay to kind of be um, more conservative about what's what's going on so for like you. for example you know when the stalker stuff was happening mm. it was very ap- apparent who quickly straight after would tell me about their stalkers oh wow yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah 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 yeah, okay. yeah yeah i don't mind them sharing but it's just interesting mm. how say they ask you about it like oh so what mm. happened do you know what i've had one too mm. and mm. this is what happened and mm. i'm like oh just asked you and I don't want to talk about this right now. Well, there's a lot in that because there's also in that there's asking questions to hear the answer or there's asking questions to have an opportunity to share your story. Yeah, and then you don't feel validated because it doesn't make you feel like your experience was actually that valid because they've been through worse. Okay, and is that how it's coming across? Yeah. Sort of like they've been through worse. So that, yeah. Or they've been through something quite similar. So, you know, I told, yeah. Yeah, I've been there, been there. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know. Crazy, yeah, but carry on. Those are great but, uh, Yeah. Is that empathy, though? No, that's that sympathy one where they kind of, uh, oh, no, that's not sympathy. No, that's not empathy. No, because they're just, they're not really listening to mm. to be in the trenches with me. Mm-mm. They just want to one-up me. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, competitive. I've had a stalker game. That's fun. <laughs> a fun game to play uh, be intentional about how much space they have in your life so you don't have to answer every call or text Ooh, I'm good at that one yeah are you that's good so just because so, I'm real I'm really 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 laid back with my phone yeah you are that's true yeah so yeah so maybe don't and even if you don't reply quite as quickly mm. you know you don't have to reply straight away mm. Especially if you know they're going to reply straight away. Mm. Yeah, that's hard, though, if it's someone that's, like, close to you. I also like to think about my response, and then by the time I've thought about it, I've forgotten to send it. Oh, my God. That happens a lot. (laughs) Um, And then say no nicely, compassionately, but it's still a no. Okay. So, I don't know. Uh, Let's catch up for coffee. Oh, okay. So I'm going to need to drain that and I've t- I'm telling you to catch up for coffee. What do you say? Hey, Jess, we need to catch up for that coffee. Nat, this is when my work on. When should we do on. it? This okay. is my work on. I'm <laughs> not the one. No, 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 no. I'm not the one to, like, give examples here. Okay, let me try. You want an example of how not to do it? Can I'm you, all over it. <laughs> can, you, can you be the energy drainer? Hey, Nat, let's catch up for coffee. <laughs> I don't know why we're doing role play right now, but it's fun. You said you like drama. <laughs> True. Uh, I would say, um, I'd, I'd probably say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I'd probably change the subject. And then if they bring it back and they suggest a time, I say I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, oh, actually, it's, yeah, life is really busy <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't say it like that. Getting away but all you know, like bit, I'm actually away a lot, or whatever. I actually am away a lot, so it's true. Mm, yeah. <laughs> this is a true part. Mm. But no, you know, like you can, you can try and work yourself around it, like mm. Sh- mm, mm. dodge, 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 and mm. then they keep bringing it back, and then actually, yeah, let me get back to you. Mm. Okay, I like that. Let me get back to you because it is quite a busy time. Okay, and yep. like Christmas is. 
Yep. Be, you know, you're allowed to be to not want to give more energy because you have so many Christmas parties and stuff on, you know, so let me get back to you. Yeah. And then you decide on whether you want to or not. This is get good. Back to them. Buys you time. Buys you time, lets you think about your response. Okay. And lets you not bring a response. Okay. Let me think about it. Can I get back to you? Mm. Yeah. Okay, good. This is very helpful. <laughs> uh, know how you go with that. No, this this was this was another tip, but I don't know. I, I feel like maybe we need to chat about this one a little bit more. Um, it's if it is an option, cut the person out of your life. Oh, I feel like that's oh really. Carlos I agree. Is like yeah. Carlos is oh, just... oh, I'm so alone right now. I totally agree. Wow. Unless this person, and I've said this, I just said this before, unless this person is important to you, mm. you know, like it's your partner, for example, or a family member, I'm not saying Greg is like that. I don't know, like, marrying an energy drainer is such a good idea. No, of course not. But yeah. imagine if they become an energy drainer. Oh, I think it might be time to separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but no, but if you care about them and you know it's because they're going through something Well, that's shit. situational, so that's different. Okay, that's different. What true. we're talking about is is that, and it's not necessarily saying that, um, you know, that, uh, energy drainers are um, not um, enjoyable people to be around, but in this dynamic that you have with them, yeah. you end up feeling drained. And it's not necessarily intentional, but you're not getting a lot from the yeah. relationship consistently. And they might not have that dynamic with other people exactly. either. You know, it doesn't exactly. mean that they're um, unmatchable. Exactly. <laughs> like they, exactly. They'll find their person, probably, yeah. you know, but you're not their person. So definitely don't marry an energy drainer. Yeah. But, you know, but say if it is a good friend or whatever and you've noticed that they've ticked all these points but you do want to help them out and you know it's coming from a hurt kind of place, mm. then I think you can try and help them. And mm. if not, then cut them out. Mm. I think that's really nice that that's kind of what you've highlighted is that it, you know, that can come from uh, a, a painful place. You know, like if they never, if someone doesn't feel good enough, then the chances are higher that they're going to one-up you. You know, because it, it's yeah. in some ways they want to prove that they're good enough or, you know, whatever it is. So, Because, um, like, can you imagine taking all those boxes yourself that that would be a very hard on that that one here that would be so hard as the energy drainer to be in this space all the time mm. you know like it, it's shit for the receiver mm. definitely mm. but it's shit for the energy drainer themselves they just don't realize that they're doing that to others but mm. they they they're needing energy because they're obviously not getting it where they're where they're at mm. So they're trying to take it from the people around them. <laughs> the empathetic people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Empathetic people being being the target. I mean, family, uh, cutting cutting family out of your life, hard. Yeah, of you know, course. Hard. But if it's an acquaintance or, or friend, I guess, you know, sort of um, establishing really strong boundaries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so rather than cut them out, just have strong ba- boundaries, Christmas only. <laughs> Once a year. Christmas only. <laughs> Do you want to ruin your Christmas, though? Maybe. I think that's what Christmas is about. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I agree. I Christmas mean, is hard. I, don't, I don't know. Like, how, Are there many people who actually, you know, kind of think about Christmas and are excited about every person they're going to see that day? 
I would say Shani probably because she does have a really good yeah. relationship with her family. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, like Christmas can be quite challenging. It is. For a lot really of people. really challenging. A lot yeah. of people because you've got to, you know, you've got to spend time with people that... Especially if it's like your whole wider family mm. and like partners and stuff and you might know someone in, them, in there that's an energy drainer. Mm. Yeah, that's what Christmas is about. Dealing with energy drainers. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> oh my God, that should be the title of this episode. <laughs> Christmas special. <laughs> um, so do you, like, when you kind of think back, have mm. you had experiences with people like this before where you have, you know, sort of like consciously decided, listen, every time I spend time with this person, I feel yeah. low from it and yep. I'm not going to put myself up for this anymore. Yep. A few times. Okay. Yeah, quite a few times. What about you? Uh, I tend to move before that happens. So <laughs> it's not really something I had to Most deal with. Cities. Yeah. Okay, so it's something you're dealing with now. Yeah. Because you've been here a few years now. A few years now. But yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? You know, my life was kind of like moving. Yeah, true. Every six months, year, 18 months, you know, yeah. all of that. Um, and then, so you never really had to deal with It's kind of like... Um, I haven't cleaned a lot of ovens because we have tended to move before you need before to. I've needed to. I don't know how long it is before you need to clean an oven, though. How I long don't is actually it? use ours. We don't use it. I must we... find that out. How long? Like, how often do you need to clean an oven? Probably once a year. I know people that get like, clean, like a professional cleaner every year. Yeah. But we like when we moved out of our um, last place. We moved out of. We'd been in there for a few years, and we. Um, didn't need to clean it. We mm. got cleaners in and they were mm. like, we didn't need to clean your oven. Oh. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we don't use it. We don't use it, yeah. No, I do, I, yeah. You use it? Ew. Oh, my goodness. Carlos just Googled it and he said every three months. But that's if you're like a heavy cooker. We don't, we had, we don't use it. I use the air fryer more than anything. Oh, yeah. Air fryers are awesome. Just got into using the air fryer um, for like Kumara yeah. fries. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Um, every three months, cleaning your oven. But how often do you just worry about your air fryer? How often do you clean that? I hope every after every after use. Every, okay, after great. every use. My kids <laughs> don't checking. don't clean it. Oh, after well, neither every does use. Easy, and I'm like, yeah. I am not cooking in that. <laughs> no, clean I don't it think right it's now. fair that I should have to clean it before I cook in it, and, and then I clean no clean way. it after. Um, Make but, a rule: either everyone before, everyone after. I think everyone after is better. Yeah. So, yeah, so energy drain is a little bit like ovens for me. I tend to move on, you know, before I need to kind of, like, deal with that sort of stuff. So this is all kind of new to me. Okay, so that's, that's your work on and we can check back in tomorrow. I think this has been really mm. helpful. Lots of good points. Maybe we can point them out, have them like that on Instagram. Good idea, yeah. And actually, I still need to put these steps to kind of forgiveness. Yeah, uh, let's do that. yeah. Um, good idea. So, yeah, because they're quite helpful. And yeah. holding on to resentment is, is not good for your health. But I think I realised something important today, and that is that I don't apply this. I end up getting incredibly burnt out, and then mm. I have to kind of, like, avoid everyone, including my family, just to recharge. Yeah. Like, this was such an, a light bulb moment for me. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And you did the research yourself and you wrote all these notes I down. know. But I did. I just realised it. I was kind of like, wow, that is 
yeah, that's that's so interesting. Well, on that note, should we wrap it up? Yeah. High five, sis. High five. <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram, Babes Listen, TikTok, Babes Listen, uh, Facebook, Babes Listen, and any last words, Jessica? Uh, I got some homework. Yeah, homework. Let us know if you are somebody that um, struggles with energy drainers. And let us know your stories. Goodbye, everybody.